Are you ready to get the body and health you've always wanted? It's time to do it. This is Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and now he's all yours. Interviewing the pros in health, wellness, and the fitness field. Get educated and motivated. Let's get to work. From Austin, Texas, this is Bodies by Brent. And this is your host, Brent Ruska. Welcome to another Bodies by Brent podcast. I'm your host, Brent Ruska. Today is all about IV hydration, IV drips. I have Mercy. She's from Drip Hydration, started here in Austin, Texas, and she informs us all about all the different benefits of hydration therapy. Uh, Ever since moving to Austin, I've been exposed to uh, different modalities of taking your health to another level. That's what's so cool about Austin. The wellness community is just thriving and, 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 and has this desire to really experiment with getting their health above average. And Mercy was introduced uh, to me from one of my clients, and we've had a lot of great conversations. And this is a really amazing conversation you're going to want to listen to, and uh, I'm very grateful to have her on. So stay tuned, check it out, share it with a friend if you feel like they'll benefit, and thank you for listening. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Yeah, super excited to have you here. Thank you. Introduce yourself to everybody. Hi, I'm Mercy. I'm... um... A lot of different things. I actually met Brent through a mutual client. I um, run a IV therapy concierge medical practice here in Austin, Houston, and now I'm expanding to San Antonio. Um, I have three amazing kids that keep me busy. I have a very supportive husband who also runs the business with me. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I right now life is is a lot in flux, but it's. It's an adventure. So. You guys are expanding like crazy now, right? It's it's really taken on a life of its own. It's it's um it, two things happened. I think um, well timing, right? Like so, I was ready for it, but then also like um, I'm reaching about a year now into this. Oh great! And so coming out from the hospital on on the heels of about a year into the pandemic, and kind of seeing uh, healthcare and just I don't know. I I remember um. I don't know where it's from, but hearing the see a need, feel a need. And I feel like this maybe a couple years ago would not have done as well. People are looking for something that they can access outside of the hospital setting. And unfortunately, sometimes maybe waiting till it's an emergency to go in where it's maybe something that could be routine or maybe completely prevented outside of a hospital setting. So I think just the two together happened and then you know here we are now (laughs) yeah that's awesome what what were some experiences or moments you had where you saw this need uh well uh in bedside nursing you're you have a lot of access inside the hospital so you have so many different interdisciplinary groups that you can coordinate care for the patient with essentially but it's also limiting in the sense that it's it's just for that reason most times that they come in and it's it's usually not for anything that's a maintenance type of situation definitely not for optimal health it's more your what's like an example um like so if you come in even like for pneumonia you're going to get treated with antibiotics and you know iv therapy in a sense that way and depending how bad it is you might need some oxygen you you're gonna um 
be monitored. You may have physical therapy come in, make sure that you're still moving around. Uh, but essentially, once that one problem's done, that's it. And you kind of like until you're well enough to just recuperate on your own, own at home. Yeah. So taking you from like sick to baseline, just sick, good to enough baseline. to just yeah, you're okay to leave. Maybe right. You're not drowning, but you're still drowning. <laughs> yeah. You know. So going going from that to like you're teaching somebody maybe when they're not necessarily drowning, but you're teaching them how to swim. Yeah. So that when they do come into things or hopefully they can just prevent getting themselves into that bad spot. And um, like what a what a time to be able to offer that to people, uh, especially given COVID aside, so many different um, ways that you can help boost your immunity and overall wellness and just avoid the whole being under like under the really damaging effects of a severe illness that would take you into a hospital setting. So going from nursing and bedside nursing in that aspect to treating someone like kind of how I did with you, you know, um, very, very different and very rewarding. Um, you, you, take someone off of that life raft and you know you're teaching them how to like basically take take their own health and their own livelihood into control and and be able to take that same situation and excel in it um rather than than just okay here you go here's here's enough to get you out of here and buy and teach them when they need help yes And, and and when you can apply certain things to have better immunity or kind of like give them responsibility of when to use these tools yes yes and call on you for like okay i feel like i need this or i mm-hmm. need this yeah when i had you come to my gym and you guys administered <laughs> that was the first <laughs> yeah it was awesome in a gym <laughs> i did my last couple sessions and then uh you guys did nad on me mm-hmm. and then maybe some other stuff or i think we followed with the boost so you did nad and then you also did uh the, the vitamin drip okay directly after cool tell me mm-hmm. what is nad so that's a really like thankfully an acronym for a really long let me see if i don't butcher it it's nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide nice <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <Ten points>. <laughs> <laughs> um naturally occurring coenzyme in your body we all have it we all as we age it the production of it declines faster than we're able to keep up with it like a lot of things and it's the fuel source for anything your body needs to do. So anything recovery wise um, is where it really shines. So during a sickness, right after a sickness, uh, it's used in withdrawals. It's used for um, with athletes for quicker recovery time because, you know, they're putting their bodies under tremendous amounts of strain at, at a time. Um, and then for me, <laughs> yeah, I like using it because and this is something I found out personally and then dug into it. It's like, oh, wow, it actually really can help. Um, with anxiety and or depression, it can help. Um, my experience of it is it kind of is is like a forced calm where like, oh, you kind of notice after the fact, like that should have bothered me, but it just didn't. That's you really know? great. And, it's, yeah. uh, and I've heard that from other clients as well, where it's like I had this really difficult conversation and I just I was able to take it really well and calmly and and it's it. What do you think that is? Just if your your best guess or intuition. 
My best guess is whenever we're lacking something, um, basic needs even, like when if someone's anxious, it's when anyone's anxious about something, it's it's typically underlying. Well, if if you're feeling better, you're going to react better no matter what it is that comes your way. So I don't know if like this is exactly the same thing, but it kind of feels like if you've ever had a runner's high or maybe you just finished like a really good workout. Totally. Um, and someone comes up to you with a difficult question or conversation or something. Even if you wanted to, your body's just feeling so good. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like totally. you're, feel- you're feeling so good. It's hard to turn it into something bad. And then the opposite is true. Whereas if you're feeling horribly or you're in pain or you're under a certain strain or anxiety and somebody approaches you with maybe something that shouldn't really bother you and you snap really quickly back at them or you or you automatically go to worst case scenario or twist it in some way, it's the opposite is true. So it, it kind of re- reverses that. I feel like it gives it gives you a a, a kind of like a, a clean energy type of feel. Um, allows you to hold a lot of concepts in your brain and connect things and problem solve essentially a little easier, which can relieve, for me anyways, I think that's how it works, yeah. to um, relieve anxiety. Yeah. And I was at the tail end of COVID. I wasn't right. contagious anymore. And I still couldn't get my taste back. Yes, that, I remember that. And I still had a really swimmy head. It was yeah. like I couldn't, no matter how hard I tried to focus my mind, it was yeah. just wasn't working. It was like sludge was in it. And I feel yeah, that's like a good way of describing the it. opposite is like what you're talking about. Not only no sludge, but mm-hmm. more clarity and mm-hmm. just, it, it was just, everything was just synapses and everything's firing yes. quicker. Yeah. And it's just, everything was a little bit more in HD, I noticed the next couple of days. And I would be mm-hmm. interested to try it now again, not, now, not without and like you, trying yeah. to get, you know, do it a couple of times and see what levels I can get to yeah. instead of. Because I felt better than baseline, but I would be right. curious because it also brought my smell back and mm-hmm. taste, which was good. And it, it was like that thing that just kind of pushed it through. I had really yes. good sleep. And it was great. Actually, I have yeah. a client, her and her husband, she got him to start doing it. Oh, nice. NAD. And his gray hairs are starting to turn black. That's cool, right? <laughs> I have another client as well who uh, suffers from alopecia. And she was saying the same thing. It went from like a burning kind of... Um, sensation to oh i don't feel that anymore and then to where by the third time she was saying she was noticing hair growth i'm not sure um like as far as again recovery so just if you think of anything turning over recovering well hair and skin and nails is probably the the quickest things that Mm -hmm. we see yep you know um recover and that's that's pretty cool that's amazing i i think it hits everybody a little bit differently different things get affected and uh recovering from covid myself um and then doing the NAD treatment, it, it took a little longer than you. I, it took me like three times and I was like, oh my gosh, I got my smell back. Yeah. Nice. But it was it good. was gradual. Yeah. Good. It was gradual. Each time um, you noticed an effect. But the first time I definitely noticed it was like that fog in my head almost immediately went away. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because I would start a sentence and mid-sentence, I'd be like, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was with me. I was with clients and I was just kind of all over the place. Oh, I couldn't imagine like training and then you're yeah. like, oh. I... It was like I was It was like I was stoned. This yeah. Is what it, this is what it felt like. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know if I could really. I mean, it, felt, it felt though like if I could relate to it, it was like pregnancy brain or what baby brain they call it. Which like, is even like taking NyQuil. You're taking NyQuil, yeah. right? Same yeah. stony feeling where you're okay. like, you can't really. 
you're like, what? You're kind of like mm-hmm. vibing so out. quick. Yeah. So I think it's it's such a cool time to do it in the sense of totally. you notice the immediate like what it does yeah. because we're and and you get that like even from being sick with whether it's COVID or not. COVID has that brain fog, but anytime you're sick, you lack nutrition. So losing that nutrition and then all of a sudden getting that function back again, it's it feels pretty cool. That's awesome. And you clearly <laughs> have such right a away. big passion for helping people. Yes. And for IV therapy. Mm-hmm. Where where did this all come from? Where is kind of the oh. beginning of this? Because I think you were a trainer before, right? I was a trainer. I um I did that's what I originally wanted to be. I I loved I loved it for the fact of um em- the empowering of people. And I know you can relate to that. Like giving someone the tools to optimize their health essentially and i went into nursing with that same goal in mind you know helping people and um and you do nursing's you know incredibly like it's the what they call it the heart of healthcare. it's it's if i could go on and on about how what an amazing profession it is both my grandmothers were nurses oh i didn't know that mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um big respect i've trained a ton of nurses especially in seattle yeah <laughs> They were almost all nurses. Oh, really? Yeah. So I've been oh, around gosh, nurses. Seattle right now too. It's, yeah. Well, anywhere really. Um, and then taking that though from to again to the bedside, it's it's uh, um, again it wasn't it wasn't quite the same thing. I didn't feel like I was helping people in the same way that I felt I was called to do. And step it, in the it, right direction, but it wasn't. It was, it, it, honestly, I think it, it almost, in a sense, uh, made me more sad because it wasn't what I thought it was going to be like in the sense of uh, making a difference. I didn't feel like I was making a difference. I felt like I was um, clocking in and out, um, keeping people in survival mode a lot of the time, and uh, and passing a lot of medication a lot of medication, scanning a lot of medication, um, passing a lot of medication, educating where I could, but it, it's hard to educate someone after the fact. It's like, um, it's, it's once the damage has gotten to a certain place, it's telling them to do it is like, well, okay, that's great. You can't really, it gets to a point in a disease where it's irreversible and, and you have to have medication and you're, gonna be back in here again probably next month with something similar too and it's just it's a vicious cycle you've gone past the point of kind of return and trying to yes your the preventative health is gone now it's like you're just trying to scave off death mm-hmm. or illness and trying to do your best trying to do your best a lot of pain control a lot of pain management that's intense it's it's a lot it's uh and it's it can it can wear you down because it, it's again like you want to you go into it to help people and you just feel like you're not really doing much you're just kind of keeping them in this in a sense not always but a lot of the times it was that so going from that to okay well what else can I do like I I do I've invested so much into this career and I love nursing but like what else is there and then like I said timing and finding this at the same time and like what if like everything else so the world shut down and then nursing kept going some things kept going um, essential, everything kept going. And I'm like, well, what if like a lot of things switch to coming to you? What if we could do that with healthcare? Yeah. You know, and what if, what if we could, um, 
what if we could change the face of it? Because if, and someone said it best, I wish I could remember who, but in, in the hospital, it's sick care. It's, it's not healthcare. Totally. And when we're paying our premiums every month, it's not for health. It's for when we're sick. So how, how can I switch that? And how can I be on the other side where I'm helping people? Um, but in an, in a even more advanced way than I was in a trainer sense where I could do it as a nurse. And then this happened. So it was, it was a combination too. It was a combination of getting to the point where I was like, okay, this isn't it. I want, I want something more than this. And then this opportunity coming like right around the same time. And as soon as I saw it, like I took it, I was like, I got, this is amazing. I, I, this is what I want to do. As such an amazing feeling to have that. That's incredible. Yeah. How did you just decide to come up with the different types of IVs and whatever you offer, all the different services? Mm. And tell me about those. Yeah. No, so um, a lot of this and my, my partner who um, originally started Drip Hydration Concierge MDLA in California, he had a lot of the services already laid out and in, in motion in other cities. So while partnering with him and helping him a little bit out here in Austin, I was like, well, this is something that should be here. And at the time I was actually looking for and unknowingly interviewed with one of our uh, top competitors. Whoa. So at the time when he, he, he kind of came out through the interview, it's like, well, I know, know him. And I'm like, ooh, talked with him about it. And then I was like, well, why aren't we doing this here? And why couldn't I do this here? And so it's is kind of amazing just how like I was looking for it. And life's a lot like that. Life's a lot like that, I've noticed, where it's not necessarily there for you until you're ready for it. Like, Definitely. Um, and it just, it's like I told you, like it's I hit the ground running and it hasn't really slowed down since. Which is amazing. And yeah. It definitely shows that you are following the right path. Yes. Which is incredible. It's nice and to, yeah. It's intense, I imagine, as well. Yeah. So what are some of the the IVs you offer, the different services yeah. you guys offer? That's what I love about it is it's um, at its core for as far as nursing skills and whatnot, it's a pretty basic service to do an IV. Um, but there's the range of people that we do it for and the situations that we offer it in is, is so varied. <laughs> so varied. Yeah. So you'll have like your, your nauseous mom who's, uh, you know, uh, early on, like, you know, first trimester, um, just trying to avoid that trip to the ER or even a, a hospitalization because I've, I've taken care of moms having to be hospitalized due, due to severe dehydration. So you'll have like that to bachelor parties to, you know, recovering from COVID. We've helped a lot of um, COVID positive patients, uh, especially through the summer um, when that surge came back through again just getting the hydration, um, boosting their immune system. And uh, I I like to think helping them avoid a trip to the hospital, you know, because a lot of some symptoms are you just can't keep anything down. So, and they end up in the ER for just literally for severe dehydration, get an IV, and then they get sent right back. Oh, dang. So um, we actually surprisingly had a lot of doctors or even other concierge doctors reaching out saying, Hey, can you offer, you know, like, this is what we're recommending them to get. Um, and a lot of it was in our super immunity IV. So that was recommended a lot. And then 
we're able to access and and start administering the monoclonal antibodies. Okay. Which huge game changer um, for how anyone. Those, how do those work? What it- so I think the easiest way to explain it is if you were to get a snake bite. Okay. Um, you go in and you essentially get antibodies a lot of times from a horse because horses get bit by snakes a lot. So they always have that, those antibodies to oh, snakes. Oh, interesting. Yeah, cool. Um, not always. I could be saying this wrong. But essentially what takes your body two to three weeks to prepare this army towards an invasion, um, you get it right away. Wow. And where COVID really just wreaks havoc is in the inflammation. So it's it's the insult, right? It's the injury that it gives, but it's the inflammation that comes from that injury that's devastating. And that's what ends up hospitalizing people a lot of times afterwards is- Because their body's trying to prepare and fight it, but it's taking too long. It's it's ta- it's that and it's, well, it's, right, the antibody response is, is delayed. So meanwhile, the inflammation is- continues to get higher and higher and then um a lot of times you'll develop a pneumonia from it or you know pneumonia is never usually a standalone sickness it's okay. usually secondary and and that's where the the oxygen drops really low that's where they end up needing to go to the ICU and how does pneumonia develop like fluid around lungs is essentially where where it's uh where it really affects and then it gets infected so now they're on antibiotics as well as uh, sometimes they do need oxygen support. So again, once you get to that state where you're that bad, you do need ICU help. You need an insane amount of I like drips and everything titrated just perfectly. Um, a lot of a lot of damage control. Yeah. Um, whereas the monoclonal antibodies, you get it on. Well, tip, if you can get it day before day five. The sweet okay. spot is like day one to day five. Then it's almost, I've had people where they have like maybe one bad day or a couple bad days and they're good. So the sooner the better they can get it in. Sooner the better because it they get to work right away. Like within 24 to 36 hours, we had one gentleman, um, he was in bad shape. And we called the chicken with him the next day and he's like, yeah, I just finished mowing six acres. And we're like, wait, wow. what? <laughs> So what's it like you guys come into their house? How, do, how does that process work? Like for him? Yeah. So it's um, everything's uh, booked online. We have either a doctor or nurse practitioner evaluate, especially like uh, um, even if you've been evaluated for, say, a vitamin drip or something a little more basic and you were to get the monoclonal antibodies or even NAD or stem cells, we would want to do another evaluation just to make sure there's, there's no um, any factors that would be harmful or, or be a, a detriment, you know, we want to safety first above everything. And then our, one of our skilled nurses would come to you, um, do your vitals and then, yeah, the comfort of your own little living space, do the IV administration and the infusion. Um, the monoclonal antibodies, we stay there a little longer. We monitor a little longer, take some more vitals and then yeah, that's essentially it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's that's cool though. It's yeah, th- th- you're actually getting to experience helping be people back. Oh to good yeah, health. so it's still bedside, but it's different. It's um, it's to it's coming into uh someone's home when they're not in in such dire constraints and and being able to uh 
I don't know if you've ever been unlucky enough to be hospitalized or been yeah, or had s- a hospital stay. I've done some goofy shit. Okay. I was in Thailand once and I uh Oh no. I, I had a giant infection on my leg. Oh gosh. And it was monsoon season, so you're walking around outside and there's dirt everywhere. Yes. And I kept picking it over time. Of course you did. And I remember I was in a Thai massage class and <laughs> one of the people like working on me is like, Your no. leg looks really fucked up. And it looked like a sausage ready to explode. So I walk in the hospital and they're like, they put me in a bed and the guy comes up with really broken English. He's like, we're going to try to give you an antibiotics for two days. We mm-hmm. might have to cut it off. We might not have to cut it off. Oh, nice. So for two days, I just laid in bed in the Thai hospital with all the Longest different Thai old dudes, with all the Thai old dudes and Thai families that come in. They'd stare at the like, white guy with the fucked up yeah. leg. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet it was, uh, it was a sight. Yeah. So already like. Something that helps with healing is to be at a state of calm, mm-hmm. you know, or around family. So, like, if you're in a strange environment, you're not used to it. Totally. You're not around your support um, and you're not around your things that are familiar. Like, it will, it, we would have it's sometimes the smartest people, they're in there and they forget, like, their name. You come in and you just ask them basic questions. You're know, like, what? Just uh, in fear, yeah. Just, yeah, you're completely taken out of your comfort zone. So, you're... You're able to get this treat, these treatments in the comfort of your own home and um, without risking exposure for hospital acquire, acquired infections and illnesses. Yeah, you have nurses who are trained, who are smart, understand mm-hmm. all this coming into your home with, you know, stuff that's sanitized and all that. Yeah, instead of going into, because it isn't, what's the, it's like a high percentage of people can get illnesses or sick I, or die. I don't know die. how many people I've well hospital hospital acquired infections is a very real thing. I actually didn't I was like so shocked. I was this uh student in my microbiology class, you know, like pre-nursing school, and she was talking to me about hospital acquired infections and staph infections and I was like it just dawned on me. I'm like, "Oh, you can get sick by going to the hospital." Not well. You can actually go in with something minor and end up getting something even worse. Yeah. So that that was like I remember the first time thinking like, oh wow. And then COVID happened, and that's that was even more so. So again, um, people who maybe otherwise would have sought medical attention or maybe not waited until they were in horrible, you know, situations, delayed getting treatment or delayed going in because they out of fear of not wanting to get, you know, infected. And a lot of those things earlier on can be helped. Um, I do telemedicine visits as well. So being able to even just to talk with a doctor and maybe do some preventative things, you know, before it's, you know, antibiotics before we cut off your leg. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you still have it. So that's good. (laughs) Yeah, I made it back. (laughs) You made it back. I was was freakily calm. I was like, this is very strange. How young were you though? It's like five years ago. Oh. It was not a good thing. I didn't tell anybody about it either until I got home. <laughs> it's so painful too. Like, yeah, I can't it was not good. It. Yeah, it was definitely not good. Yeah. So for athletes or people who train, yeah, how does IV therapy help them? Who should use it? Why? Okay. Um. So, yeah, I feel like for especially here in Texas, but like anywhere where there's a lot of um, heat in general, and you're training and you're outdoors, um, nutrition's so tough. If you if you're really into like bodybuilding, um, 
like macros, measuring everything. Like it, it's hard. It's hard. You can do all the work in the gym and it's in your, your nutrition if you don't have the right recovery, if you don't have the right nutrition to go off of that. Um, you're getting 100% bioavailability right away. So for example, we have one um, one client. She, I didn't know until she shared a little later, but she actually has Crohn's. And I'm like, how? Like you're, oh, she's wow. a fitness model. Like she was able to have this incredible physique. But it's so cool because again, like the range, she can only get certain nutrients through IV therapy because there's, um, when you have Crohn's, certain parts of your um, of your digestive system either gets to a point where it's so damaged you're not absorbing very much or it has to be removed so you're not absorbing anything at all. Yeah. So the, literally the only way to get it is is through IV therapy. So um, just given that, I'm sidestepped a little bit there, but if yeah. you're training or doing anything of that nature, what was so amazing to me was she was still able to make all those gains and do all of that by being able to have that 100% bioavailability without having to ingest it. So I would say like quicker recovery time, um, really with anything, man, if you're, uh, I know there's some rules, uh, for really pro athletes, but if you know, you're just a A gym goer, a gym goer, not better yourself. If you're trying to recover, we actually have a recovery IV. Um, if you're trying to, if you're trying to do the most, and have kind of that edge and and just kind of struggling it gives you that boost it gives you that extra little boost and uh energy um and hydration is so important hydration is for for everything like i think for me when i get my treatments i like the sleep is so good because of how it relates to digestive system digestive system actually is what wakes you up a lot at night um you know when you're when you're awake, you're moving around and, and then, you know, rest and digest. So when you're resting, you're digesting. Well, if, if you don't have good hydration, everything's just kind of slower, yeah. <laughs> slower and doesn't get where it needs to go. Um, so essentially it, it gives you that extra edge. And with recovery, with any athlete, you'll know, like, that's when, when you, whether you're training, doing whatever you're doing, like injuries happen when, when you're not fully recovered or happen when you don't have the right nutrition. So your body's like, you're demanding from your body what it doesn't have, you know, any resources to pull from. And there's only so much we can get vitamin wise, mineral wise, amino acid wise. There's only so much we can get, um, from our diet too. And you don't know if you're, even though you, you know, your supplements might be from this amazing person that is that you don't know really what's in everything yeah. when you take it. So IV can cover some of that. It can cover it. And then, you know, like what, what you see is what you get. If I, if you're getting like 200 milligrams of glutathione or getting 200 milligrams of glutathione, you're not, you know, getting 50%, <laughs> you're not getting 50% or less. A lot of it's lost in your gut and, you know, um, the way we metabolize things, you know, through our kidneys and our liver and a lot of it's lost there. So there's only so much where, what fascinated me was, um, with vitamin C. There's, if you max out on what you could ingest with vitamin C, yeah, you still, I want to say like your maximum amount that you could get is like at 160 millimoles per liter of blood. Okay. I think like right around that. If you do it through IV, you're, you're singing to the tune of 15,000 millimoles per liter. Which is super important in your immune system. Super important for that. Super important in respiratory infections. Um, COVID. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> we had one uh, gentleman recovering and he had it. He was going on 20 days of fever. Wow. 20 days and just, uh, and high dose vitamin C drip. And that was, he said that this is the first day I've been, my fever broke. He could actually get up and move around. Um, so it's just amazing. It's amazing. Like our bodies are so cool. Our bodies really um, have the ability to recover and to do so much for us. But again, like it gets to a certain point where we need a little bit extra. So I like that health optimization. I like how it can get you to your best version of yourself quick. Because I don't know. I like I'm encouraged by by little rewards along the way. Is There's something to be said for consistency, you know, putting the work in and all of that. But what I like about the IVs and, and the kind of that instant gratification factor is it gives you it gives you that that immediate satisfaction, that immediate response of your body feeling good. And like I, I was telling you this before, I think when you feel good, you you are able to do everything better. Feeling good is. Yeah. Not that you should base everything on it, but. Yeah. It, sometimes you're going to feel shitty and you got to get stuff yes. done. But sometimes you're like, get on your tennis shoes, hit it, like but make the it more, happen. The more you optimize your health, the more you feel physically well. Yes. Like you're saying, when you're sleep deprived, you can be more grumpier. It takes yes. more energy to respond in a normal way, where if you feel really good, it's easy to respond in, yes. a, in a healthy, happy way. Yes. Right? Or and like you can it. experience that immediately with doing the IV. You can experience it immediately. You feel you feel it immediately. And then I would say like the day after is where you really like say like, okay, I feel a little bit. Everything's a little brighter. Or like you said, like in HD. Yeah. Um, and it's it's amazing to me how many things people are deficient in. Like I didn't know I was vitamin B deficient until I started getting I, – I started with taking vitamin B12 shots. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is – <laughs> I feel so good now. I don't have to drink so much coffee. Like, what is this? Yeah. And, um, and yeah, if you probably was, are drinking a ton of coffee, you're probably deficient in things. Yeah. Yes. That doesn't how well it dehydrates you. It's, it's a diuretic. So it, it's a lot like alcohol in that sense where, you know, you're, you're drying yourself out instead of hydrating. So, but you do it for that energy. And then with vitamins, it's just, it's such a good, clean energy feel because it's, it's doing essential. It's doing what coffee is pretending. It's like the real deal. Totally. Yeah. It's actually giving you. It's energy. actually doing it. You know, we need it. We it's still not giving need- you cortisol. No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then sometimes and masking the. Exactly. It's not receptors. masking. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the real deal. Which and is still fun though. It is still fun and still needed sometimes. But you can have the balance. Yes. It it you allows it allows you to be your best and um, even for like you know. From your CEOs to your moms, you know, like that have like they're running their homes. It's like it just yeah. it gives it gives you back. We live at such uh take, take, take time, like where we're being drained almost constantly or stimulated constantly. And this is just like a re a, a battery recharge. Like you plug in your phone. This is like I literally feel like I'm plugging. <laughs> Like a fluid change. Your phone, yeah. like your body that does all of these amazing things for you, but you're constantly just like on that, the red. Yeah. You know, it's and about I'm, to shut off. It's about to shut <laughs> it's off. flickering. Low battery mode. You're, you're, you know, you're doing, you're <laughs> shutting the apps you don't need. You're like not as bright, you know, all yeah. those things. That fresh phone when it's full green yes. and it's like vibrant. 
Yes. Totally. And everything. And if you think about it and the functions that your phone does and is it operating, it's like you get that you get that reset. Yeah. Um, for lack of a better way of saying it. And you can hydrate um orally. A lot of times people ask me that too. They'll ask me, like, well, I drink so much water and I still feel so dehydrated. Um, so that's I had a client say that. Yeah, it's really hard to do. It's really hard to do, especially in Texas with the heat. But what essentially happens is if you look at your body like soil, mm-hmm. um, have you ever overwatered like a plant? Yeah. Or, like what is what happens once the ground is saturated? Where's the it water? It starts going up. It's just up. It's yeah. just sitting there. And mm-hmm. then it takes time for it to absorb. So that's it's not exactly like that, but that's kind of how I explain it. Like your body can only like, oh, I'm my piece so light, you know, I'm doing, I was like, that's because it's not absorbing. Oh, really? <laughs> it's essentially that overflow. So there's, it gets to a point where like, okay, that's it. That's all I can do with the water that you're giving yep. me. And that's as much as I can absorb. And there's even such a thing as having too much water because then you offset your electrolytes. So essentially, and even with our most basic bad bag IV is you're still getting electrolytes with that water. So you're getting that balance and you're completely bypassing the gut or essentially the soil and you're immediately going in to like you're just putting it directly you're in the putting roots. it directly into like the roots and yeah. like it's it's or a better way of saying it maybe is even where it expands so like that the, your veins it immediately like within five minutes is covering all over your body as opposed to just sitting there yes you know kind of slowly sifting down and doing what it needs going where it needs to go i love that so i want you to tell me like if you could instill like your core health principles into everybody that you come into contact with like my clients or whatnot (laughs) like because i know you're so passionate about health and we've had conversations before about fitness too like Mm. what are some ways you know those core principles are ways you want people to think about their health their fitness like if you could be like just yeah program this into your mind because i feel like with your iv therapies Yes, you're helping being bringing people back to optimal or beyond, mm. but you're also trying to instill something in them. Sure. Or like a... Like your personal philosophy that you're trying, Ooh. you know, get that message out. Yeah. Um, like what do you want people to take away? But, wow, that's a really good question. Um, I want them to feel... I want them to ultimately feel like it's to feel that feeling of being full. Like we were just talking about that their battery being charged essentially and, and feel that it's okay to not even that it's okay. Cause I think once you get there, you can kind of feel it and see it for yourself, but just to have that moment of feeling physically whole and And striving for that, I guess, where you're not just surviving. I feel like, and this is going to get a little deep, but I think even with training, you you feel that too is, um, again, we have so many things taking from us and emptying our battery every day. Um, and being able to to feel for a little bit like, I don't know, I go from like, for example, there was this one client who came in, there was barely any words exchanged, just not feeling great. And you could tell, like you can tell when someone's not feeling great mm-hmm. to 
you know, like it's it's a leader bag. So like 250 liters in, you know, she's kind of brightened up a little bit and started talking. And then, you know, it's like half a bag in, we're making jokes. And then, you know, you end up hearing someone's whole life story because an hour has gone past. And it, it, the person that you that you almost see first and then even just the small exchange there and, and being able to to be there completely for somebody which again brings it back to bedside nursing that's that's never that it's it's a very quick exchange it's a it's you want you want to it's not cuz you don't want to it's it's a it's very um time efficient and it is a business at the end of the day but to have a business that allows that space between you and your client or that space between you and your your patient essentially and to be able to give them that and to be able to give them something that makes them feel good. You don't know how many times I give them something something to bag where I'm like, I know I'm already thinking like, okay, this is going to cause them some nausea. This is going to cause them some discomfort. What can I do to offset that? To give them something that you know is just going to, is making them feel good and that you're there with them the whole time, just being able to be with them for that. Like I want them to take away just a feeling of, of being a little bit more whole and being a little bit more charged. And a little bit more uh, capable for whatever life has, you know, coming their way. Maybe that's a little bit much, but no, to <laughs> actually nurse them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's healthcare. It's mm-hmm. healthcare. I want people to to feel healthy and to say like and I, it sells to, itself. Yeah, and you yeah. you want them to start to switch their mindset. It sounds like yeah to chasing that that wholeness. Mm-hmm. right instead of waiting until they're in the hospital yeah. fighting for their life or you know in a place of fear is that yeah so feeling and this is like again it's such a good question i'm kind of uh, i'm trying to answer it in the best way i can but essentially that like feeling um of i don't have i don't have to be completely on empty i don't have to wait until I need help, um, you know, or I can, I can, I can be, uh, I can be more than what I ever thought I could be. Yeah. Again, like maybe that sounds, sounds silly, but when you are able to level yourself up to that wave of, to that physical realm of possibility, it's like, Hey, I can, you know, run a little bit longer. I can, you know, have this difficult conversation with somebody. I can, you know, um, when you feel like you've already been given something, I feel like even unhealthy choices with, with eating or, uh, other unhealthy addictions happens from a deficiency in something that we're trying to fill. Well, if you're not on empty and if you have that already, then you have more to give it. It's, it's a beautiful thing because once Again, like kind of that that's illustration with the client, like I'm there to serve you. Absolutely. But essentially you start seeing even that person, you know, that exchange start to happen because they are able to give back. Yes. And we're, so we're seeing so much now as everybody's just kind of running around on empty, you know, um, and uh, running around on empty in a higher demand of what we're supposed to do in, in like a minimal amount of time. Um, and there's so much in life. There's so much in 
bringing a, a quality of life. We talk so much about like, okay, well, uh, the length of life. Well, what about the quality of it? We don't talk about that. We don't talk about um, the life that you could find possible with someone just giving you that little extra boost, you know? It makes a huge difference. Absolutely. So I think I, I just want to be there to to give people maybe that little extra boost at a time where I feel like everybody could really use it. Uh, yeah. More than ever. <laughs> yeah. More than ever. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. No. <laughs> small, small, uh, small plans, you know, like I, <laughs> just little things. Just little things. Yeah. I just want to change the world as much as I can. It's yeah. so cool though, man. Like if it, it's, it's cool because you see it, the ripple effect you see, or the butterfly effect, however you want to no. say it. And this is, this is my, this is my little niche that I found and I'm going to make as many little waves and ripples as I yeah. can with it. So, and I'm here to support you because I Thanks. believe in the same thing. <laughs> That's Absolutely. why I'm super grateful to have you. So if yeah. someone's interested, what do they do? They want to get IVs from you. They want to get IVs. Uh, just go online. You can book online at driphydration.com or concierge MDLA, um, different clients for different day. Um, it's, it's, it's the alter ego of each other. We do this. We offer the same services essentially in either one. Um, we do stem cells and exosomes, which I, I didn't barely tap on, but that's an amazing um, service as well. Really helps with anything regenerative, um, any musculoskeletal like injuries, things of that nature. Okay. Um, but you can essentially, that's where it starts is online. You can look online. You can check out our Instagram page here in Austin. It's just drip hydration underscore Austin. Cool. And uh, yeah, just from there, you go ahead and make your booking and, and we take the rest from there. You can sit back and relax. We come to you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Any last final words? Oh, I don't know. Um, thanks for having me. That actually really flew by fast. Um, and yeah, I I love Austin. I love this community. I, I love being a part of uh, making it hopefully even better, healthier, you know, place to be and to live in and to, you know, be the best version of yourself. So, yes. Well, I'm very right. grateful to have you. Thank and you. I'm very grateful for all the different services you offer. And it's so cool. I've, I'm very lucky to live in Austin and meet really cool people. Yeah. We all help each other by, you know, doing different things and with the yeah. same goal of just keep raising everybody up to better health. Absolutely. Because it changes the environment, just like you're saying. It does. It changes their life. They're able to give. And it just it's energy, positive energy exchange mm -hmm. that flows more and more. And, and it becomes addicting. And it's great. Yeah. And you just want to help more people. <laughs> yep. Right? Exactly. That's what it is. That's the hope. Yeah. If fear is contagious, so is so is love and so is caring and so is positivity. So yeah. Let's let's let that be the new pandemic. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen to that. All right. Thank you, Mercy. You're welcome. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for listening to Bodies by Brent. Brent has been a personal trainer for 16 years, and he's going to be here to help you get the body and health you've always wanted. Thanks for checking out the show, and be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you have an idea or topic for the show, maybe you want to be on the show, and you're interested in working with Brent, visit our Instagram at bodiesbybrentatx. See you next time on Bodies by Brent. <laughs> <laughs>